Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her? We are San Diego's LGBT pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my other host. I'm Bash. And yes, everybody, she's back! It's she, her, me, Miss Miriam T, fighting off another day of... Heartbreaking anxiety. Oh, God, yeah, she's back. Yeah. <laughs> On the verge of a mental fucking breakdown. <laughs> yeah, she's back from down under, everybody. And Megan isn't here this week. She will be on the next episode. I forget what she was doing today. She's like, she's in town. Utah. Utah, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, she, wow. um, she did some things. Oh, <laughs> dear some Utah. Yeah. Dear Utah. Keeper. 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 Yeah. Love, Marion T. <laughs> and you guys, we have a guest today. We have Benny Carwright from the Center, San Diego's LGBTQ Center. Hi, Benny. Hi, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. And let everybody know, what do you do at the Center here in San Diego? My title is the Director of Community Outreach. Oh, nice. So I do a lot of things. Oh, that's also my, that's my title. title for who invited her. I'm also... <laughs> Are director, you? yeah, it just means that I just blow our fans. I know that's, that's my community <laughs> outreach. <laughs> outreach is outreach is outreach. Okay, yeah. so we will get into everything about the center here in San Diego, what you guys do, and all of that fun stuff in a little bit. But first, I wanted to catch up with Miss Mariam T. What? How was <laughs> Australia? Uh, it was hot, bitch. It was really? 103 the day that I landed. My and then I jumped right into shows the the second day I was there so like I got there in the afternoon the next day had shows and it was like 98 and I was outside full drag oh no flyering for my show um it was a very interesting experience if anybody's ever been to a, a fringe festival you uh are aware with how they work I would say like if you haven't been to a fringe festival the closest thing I could describe it to is um it's like the closest thing to what traveling vaudeville used to be oh really so imagine a city the size of San Diego population wise mm-hmm. and in six weeks they have 1500 different shows that's a lot. It's insane. So it's just like thousands of queerdo, weirdo artists like flyering for their shows, like all kinds of, like everything. Like and they're everything from, from all over the world. All right? over the world and like doing like everything from like, we ventriloquists, drag queens, circus acts, burlesque acts, like goth burlesque, uh, like hour long monologists, character actors, like everything under the wow. sun, like any kind of show you wanted to see. You could see it. So it was you and Ariel Caversi. Yes, we did our show, Big and Obnoxious, which is a variety show. Mm-hmm. Our venue was so there's there's uh, venues all over the city. So we yep. were at the National Wine Center, which was far too nice for our trash asses. <laughs> we always felt like we were always like we don't belong here. You're like, why are we um, here? Um, it was a great venue. Um, I loved all the people at my venue. Um, so when you're an artist, you get to go see all the other shows for free, which is amazing. Um, some of my like favorite. Well, my favorite show that I saw there, they're my home skillets. Um, they're going to be, if we do a click of the week, they're going to be. They're going to be. Oh, yeah. But it's Dazzer and Keefe. Oh, and yeah. I saw the videos of them that you had recorded. two drag kings that do an hour-long show. And mm-hmm. the basis of the show is these two guys trying to become viral internet breakdancing stars. <laughs> what the fuck? I was his, like crying. Really? Was that good? Hyster- One of the best shows I've ever seen. I was like, you guys, if you guys can get your visas and come to San Diego, I'll book the venue. I'll promote the show. I'll take 10% off the top. I'll house you. Like, <laughs> I, people need to see this show. If we have any listeners in Melbourne, they're at the Melbourne Comedy Festival right now. Go see them. Just, it was like a really, it was like a big play on like toxic masculinity. Yeah. I told everybody it was 
one of the smartest shows I've seen, dumb in the dumbest, dumbest way possible. Oh, God. Like, it was That's so amazing. fucking stupid, but so smart. But they were Aussies, not Americans. Right. So they're based most, out of Melbourne? Yeah. Okay. Very few. I, I, I didn't work with very many Americans. How most, did um, the nights you guys DJed? Because I know you and Ariel Yeah, DJed. we DJed at the Fringe Club one night. That was lit. I got... Fucked up. <laughs> um, it was great. We wore our like pinata jackets and we just we gave it to him. People actually cried when we stopped DJing, but it was just oh. this. It was, was, it was it just really drugs. Yeah, the drugs. drugs. Oh my god, yeah. That's why they started um, crying. But it was really, it was really cool. We had um, I actually met a girl in LA. She's gonna be in one of the tea parties. Yeah, um, we had her in our show. She's an she's a classically trained opera singer, but Ooh. her shtick is she passes out cheese puffs to the audience like little cheese balls, and they. Throw them at her while she sings opera, and she catches them and eats them while she's singing <laughs> opera. And then, like her finale, like when she hits the big crescendo, is they like break open a giant canopy of cheese balls on her, and they like fall. It was hysterical. <laughs> so she's based out of L.A. So when I do the, we're gonna do a Broadway themed tea party. Yes, and thank so I'm, the I've Lord. already booked her for that. Um, for when we do that, so there, I did meet a few people from America, but most yeah. people were UK, Australia based. Cool. Yeah, and then uh, how do they how do they take to Miss Mariam T? Um, you know, I did have to tone it down a little bit sometimes. The drag culture is a little bit different there. Um, I feel like the drag queens there aren't as like I feel like when you go to a drag show in the states, you know, the drag queen hosting the show is going to be pretty brash or like yeah. you know, you go there to kind of get made fun of a little bit. And so there, it's a little different. Uh, so I had to back off a little bit, but like once you get the audience warmed up, you can kind of do whatever you want. Um. But yeah, they they loved it. They, they actually, it. I got the most compliments when I did my glitter beard. So Andro Drag is really big there, like androgynous huh. drag. Yeah. And so when I did my glitter beard, they were just like, I've never been asked for so many pictures the whole time I was there. I was like, oh, you fucking bitches. I spent 45 minutes and put some glitter and some facial hair because I didn't want to shave. Do you think here, glitter beard, when the queens do the bearded queens, does yeah. it, is it as popular No. Here? That's, it's so yeah. popular there. Like all the bigger drag shows that were going on at the fringe were all like androgynous drags. Like, huh. Yeah, like Alfie Ordinary, who I met, um, he had a big show called um, I Think I Might Be Fabulous. Um, and he tours all over and he's like he's pretty popular and his drag is very androgynous really um, it's very like little sailor boy but like femme as fuck oh that um, could be cute yeah, actually it was so funny <laughs> such a small world I met his partner Lydia Lascabes um, wait wait what, what was her name <laughs> Lydia Lascabes. So she was oh, here. She, Lydia Lascabes. She was here for San Diego Fringe Festival last year. We had her perform at Moe's. And I was talking about San Diego Fringe to Alfie because we became buddies. What's and, it all about? And, and um, I was like, yeah, we had these um, drag queens from the UK. They did our spaghetti and show. She's like, and Alfie goes, wait, do you work at the spaghetti restaurant in San Diego? And <laughs> spaghetti I was like, factory? No, no most spaghetti, Mo, spaghetti night. Shows. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, most. He's like, oh my god, Lydia's my girlfriend. And I was like, what? So yeah, it's small. <laughs> like the world is so tiny. Oh, it's this town. It's yeah. so, San Diego it's is fucking town. weird. Yeah, everybody know. knows everybody. There's only that like is so one degree of separation <laughs> yeah. at any yeah, given tell point. Me Benny, it. you're a native, right? Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? I. Pretty much grew up in Hillcrest. Um, okay. I was born at UCSD Hospital in Hillcrest. Hey. And 
<laughs> been hanging out in the neighborhood since I was about six years old because my mom worked in Hillcrest. So, but oh, yeah. I really grew up in what's called Allied Gardens, if you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, Allied fuck. Garden. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. That's where I, like, well, our first house was over there, but oh, I, yeah. I was born at Mercy. We were like rival hospitals. Rival hospitals yeah. 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 I was born in Arkansas. Both of us are natives. We were born and raised. We actually went to the same high school, but I was many <laughs> years Yeah, we're older. like 20 years apart. Yeah. And our other Damn. co host, <laughs> Megan, actually, I think, went to high school with you. Patrick Henry. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yep. Patrick right. Henry. Yep. I feel like Megan was that girl in high school. She was that yeah. girl. Oh, I we can know. See it now. We know. Uh, <laughs> so you, how long have you been with the center? When did your work start with the center? My professional work started five, five and a half years ago. Um, but I've been with the center since I was like 16. I went to a youth group in 1996. Oh, really? Um, and I, you know, partaken with center activities for 20 plus years. Wow. Okay. You know, but I've worked there five years. So uh, pretty much every metro city has a, has an LGBT center. Yes. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think um, for San Diego, the center, so what are their main um, programs that they offer? Like if, if people need the resources and all that, like what does the prevent the center provide? Yeah. The center basically has um, twin goals of advocacy and then health and human services. So um, first and foremost, we are a social service provider. We have um, everything from um, mental health counseling, which is probably our biggest program, mm -hmm. um, to HIV testing, to support groups, to um, gender identity groups, to um, uh, we have like a legal clinic, a legal, and a, there's a gender marker clinic where you can change your gender to male or female, or, or you can do X in California now. Oh, really? Um, as of last year. Um, oh, wow. You can have M, F, or X on your driver's license now. So X is the non-binary option. Huh. Um, and then we do advocacy for, um, our community. So, um, it's a big part of my work is the advocacy side. I don't do a lot of the social service side, but, yeah. um, that's what we're there. And then we're, and then we're a true community center. So there's meeting rooms, there's an auditorium, there's, um, a computer lab and a, just, a, it's just a place for the community to, for everybody to come go together. The yeah. Community. Wow. When did the center start? 1972. So yeah. we're 46 years old. <laughs> um, we started it as an answering machine in a closet, literally. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> no, yeah, they yeah, some did. Some people get the joke. Um, but um, yeah, it was, you know, San Diego was a very different place. Uh, the world was a different place. Yeah. There was no internet to search for services. So people called this hotline. And then from there, we built buildings. Yeah. So, hmm. I mean, you know, you know, so. And what are the biggest um, event? You guys do Pride every year, is right? Pride. We, we don't. We don't um, produce Pride. Um, Pride is produced by a separate five nonprofit oh, okay. organization called San Diego Pride, Pride. Yeah, which is a fantastic organization. Many of us are very involved on our own time, though. Yeah. Um, we do participate in Pride. We, you know, go in the parade like yeah, everyone else. And um, most people think we produce Pride. If Pride goes wrong, we get calls. If Pride goes wrong. Oh, right, no. <laughs> but, um, They're but, like, it wasn't gay enough. Um, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, so Pride's coming up. That'll oh, be, it's going to be here so soon. It's 100 yeah. and it's something right days away. It's right after DragCon for yeah. us. We're already talking about it at most. And I'm like, can we not? Just don't say the P word. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> it's so intense. It is. It is. It's crazy. So it I'm still not recovered from last year. I know. And this either. one did all yeah. of the prides. I did every pride in the state of California. California. Major pride. Nice. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. So I did San Francisco, WeHo, San Diego, Palm Springs, Oakland. Yeah. Which isn't the biggest one. But yeah, the only big one I missed, I think, was Long Beach. Long Beach Pride? Yeah. I thought you went. I just want Pride to be in the winter. I don't know. Oh, right? I know. Oh, so Why can't we be proud when it's chilly? <clears throat> I exactly. like I like City Fest. Like they're gonna I wear love City Fest. Yeah. That's what like are, um, Pride Light. 
What was it? it? Is. Oh, Pride Light? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like me. I've never been to City Fest. I don't I think. Really? Yeah, I'm great. always working. I don't get to go to anything. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like Pride for locals, though, because you don't get any visitation yeah. from LA or Riverside, mm. Orange County, or anything when like that. When is that? that? Second Sunday in August. Thank you, Benny. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) What are the what are the center's biggest like fundraisers that they do every year that brings in the most money for the center? The center has a series of signature events. One, of course, is tantrums and tiaras. Yeah, that very (laughs) in conjunction with Mo's Universe, which is a fantastic partnership we've had for several years. Um, There is they the they the Pachanga de Frida, which is an annual fundraiser for our Latino service. This program. Um, it's a big dance party um, oh, wow. with a Frida Kahlo theme. Um, we, oh. we do um, Dining Out for Life, which is coming yes. up on May 2nd, where you just eat and drink all day. Um, and portion of the proceeds go to the center's HIV services. And then we produce AIDS Walk. We don't mm-hmm. keep all the money from AIDS Walk. Mm-hmm. It's, pr- it's um, spread out to about 15 different local um, nonprofits, but we produce the event. Oh, wow. um, some years we have a gala, like every five years, when like 45th, 50th anniversary. Then there's little fun fundraisers throughout the year. We have a lot of donors who write checks and give monthly. Yeah. Um, it really is a community effort. So oh, that's awesome. Was there a final number from tantrums? Did that get announced while I was gone? Has that happened I yet? I think, and I don't know it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll ask Maddie today because yeah. I want to know it. <laughs> yeah. They've yeah, almost I'm got curious. the video done too. I got a text that we're supposed to be Every year party it does very well. I didn't get to, <laughs> see, I didn't get to see tantrums. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's a viewing soon. Yeah. There's um, a viewing soon. Yeah. Because yeah. I did, I did the makeup for it and then I got to see like the very, like first five minutes and then I came back like five minutes before the crowning. Yeah. So I missed the whole like oh. meat and potatoes of it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool. already booked for it next year. I'm excited. Really? Oh, yeah. It. I'm doing like a, I'm doing like a 10 minute stand up thing. Oh, nice. In between to like help kill time. Maddie asked me to do some like, oh, stand up cool. comedy. I felt so like I'm excited. complete really cool. shit that I missed that because it's like a block away from my place. <laughs> I know. And, and like, it's a uh, badass event. It's so much fun. Yeah. Actually like, me and Tony were just like, you know, becoming one with our couches and I was like, Oh wait, and that's these girls, tonight. Miriam's at Tangents yeah, and Tiaras yeah. right Those now, girls, and we're just like, <laughs> why the fuck did we miss that? Yeah. I know, it's stupid. They just seeing all their props and shit backstage. I was like, God bless these girls are not fucking. Around. I mean, my girl, <laughs> no. my girl had a live hog and then a cooked hog, like. What? Like a six hundred pound. Oh, they don't fuck her. I'm talking. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. What? Yeah. So like her, she was a Hawaiian island girl. That uh-huh. was her theme. And like so Moana. She like, yeah. And so she like comes out with her pet pig during her first part of like the, an actual pig, like a live. And then pig. she cooked it. And then she comes back later with a fully cooked. Pig. <laughs> oh. Which everyone was munching on backstage. It was great. Oh my god! Uh, There wasn't any kind of PETA lashback. I know. Seriously, PETA can leave leave the gays alone. Uh, But yeah, one year somebody had a horse. There was a horse. There's been a donkey. Yeah, there's been a pony. Tantrums is wild, y'all. Who hosts? Is it Babbitt Short still hosts it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She'll host them. That, that bitch will be 90 years old in a wheelchair with an oxygen chain. And she will still be fabulous, okay? Fabulous. Fabulous. So we're like, listen, Babs, come here. Let's go on a little vacation. So, so, so Benny. I love Babs. Um, one of the main can- – are you guys part of – do you guys, the center, um, the – be the generation campaign was that you guys that is the center we did we did create that in-house actually it's something we're really proud of um happened i happen to have been on the team that helped produce that um our former ceo dr dolores jacobs um sort of came to us and said you know there's all these new tools um based on scientific evidence to end hiv Mm -hmm. not meaning we're going to cure hiv or aids that's not we're not scientists but we have the tools to end a public health 
crisis. Yeah. Right? Um, we have the tools to end the transmission. So we looked at all the data. We can pe- get people on prep to prevent it, or people living with HIV can become undetectable, not transmit it with those things together. Yeah. We truly can be the generation to end HIV. And that's how that came about. We kind of picked up that hashtag. We made some signs in house, and then it became a campaign. Yeah. We got it professionally designed. And it was, is Lead the Way part of that? Lead the Way is not. They're definitely a partner. Uh, okay, um, that's they, what they, they call it Good to Good, Go. Now. Good to Go now. Yeah. Um, they rebranded. Yeah. Um, they're definitely a partner that we work with, um, um, but they have, they're their own. They're their yeah. own yeah. entity. Yes. Because oh, nice. they're UCSD. They're is that UCSD? what it is? Yeah, yeah UCSD. Yeah. Okay. Right. okay. And it was originally a, a study. Um, and it's they now offer STD testing mm-hmm. at Good to Go as well. They only used to do HIV. And it's hashtag be the generation. Hashtag be the generation. The no shirts. spaces. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. absolutely. So, so that campaign is like a, a resource on how to end the crisis. I'm sure it has a little bit yeah. to do with like herd immunity and things like that for prep and. Yep, it's okay. a it's a prevention outreach campaign. Basically, it's really the first and foremost most important part is to prevent get the stigma around mm-hmm. HIV because we have this kind of four chart model. It's pre- it's um, fight, test, treat, protect. Mm-hmm. The most important part in my mind is the fight because if people are afraid of HIV, they're not going to test. Right. So then they're not going to yeah, treat or protect. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. Do you um, think um, since PrEP's been out, the mm-hmm. mindset towards HIV has changed? I think so. I mean, it changed my mindset. I used yeah. to be scared to death of HIV um, growing up in the mid 90s. You know, scare tactics were what they oh, taught yeah. us. Um, you're closer to my age. Yeah. I think so. I, uh, 95, so, I graduated. Um, yeah. so when, and I, 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 I'm <laughs> I was, old. I was. Four. Shut up. <laughs> but I have talked about this on the podcast before where these younger 20-something-year-olds, um, they don't remember a time when HIV was terrifying. Right. Because <laughs> I know when I was younger, like 18, that age, um, it was – Nobody knew how to stop it or, no, or it how it terrifying. happened or anything. It was av- – All it we was, knew was wear a condom or else. That's yeah, yeah exactly. Do, so. Exactly. So I think like this younger, the younger generation who like twenty something girls, they, they, good for them not having to grow up with that kind of a fear. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some, you know, some older generations will say, you know, and it's terrible. They say, well, people, you know, they don't know the fear, so they don't care, and I wouldn't want to put anyone else ever through that again. Yeah, so that's that's exactly. flawed thinking. But there was something about that fear that. Um, screwed up our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I call myself HIV affected. I'm not living with HIV, so I'm not infected, but I'm definitely affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get my first HIV test till I was 28 years old, 13 years after I'd been really? having gay sex. Um, Why? I was just scared. I didn't want to know the results. Yeah. Yep. I would rather, and I used to tell myself um, I have I have AIDS. I would tell myself that all the time. Yeah. Um, I just believe that was my destiny. Yeah, that's how, like, when I was single and young in my 20s, that's how it was for me. I was, It was just terrifying. Like, there was no, like, well, anything. It's kind of like that old adage, like, you don't get sick until you go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but how often do you get tested, Miriam? I haven't. I, I'm going to be bad. I was like, I don't think I've been tested in like a year. Really? Yeah, but I also haven't been very sexually active. Well, see, that, and that stuff. falls into But it. I know, yeah, I've got to be better because I'm in the community. Yeah. yeah. So I know I you be test regularly. Even when I, because yeah, I've been in her same boat. Yeah. Like, I have just been under the no largest dry spell no in history. No one's touching these cookies. <laughs> Me too, and I have a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm kidding, bro. But, but you, st- you still got to go because yeah. you got to get your prescription refilled, mm. and that's how it happens, and it's every three months, and that's yeah. that's just being proactive and so safe. So how have you seen the mind shift with prepping out and how people view HIV now? 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's still a lot of fear out there. We're still working on that. Um, but I think it's changing. People are more willing to talk about it even than four years ago when preps, four or five years ago when prep started. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing more and more people come in to test. Um, we still, though, struggle with hard-to-reach populations, which is what we're working on. That's... Um, that's um, communities of color, especially black men, mm-hmm. Latino yeah. men. Then we have this whole population who are men who have sex with men, but they don't consider themselves gay. Um, right. So that might be like on the down low or, you know, discreet. a lot of people. Yeah, discreet. A lot of people in the South Bay, especially, you know. Oh, because it's a men, very it's a Latino population. culture, very machismo. Yep. Yeah. So we're working really hard to reach those populations because all of our gay flags and stuff aren't going to reach them. Right. Um, they're not going to come listen to me talk about, hey, be gay and free. And, yeah. Um, um, and we're also realizing a lot of those people come to Hillcrest. They go to Moe's. They go to Riches. They go to Flicks to party. Um, but they're not paying attention to the kind of the community marketing. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure out how to reach them also when they're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they come to our community to hang out. Um, how do you gear it towards that audience instead of that's what, the, the, the gay audience, yeah, that's what, you can say? That's what we're working on. That's what we're trying to figure out right yeah. now. That's actually one of my biggest challenges when I go back from vacation next week that yeah. I'm going <laughs> to pick back up is how do we reach them? We have to have people who look like them. Um, they're not going to listen to me. They they might not listen to you. You know, they might, you know? <laughs> I don't blame them. So, they shouldn't listen um, to Mary. <laughs> no. So if they want to li- live a long, healthy right. life, no. I'm, I'm just a bad, I'm a bad girl. That's okay. yeah, bad, bad girl. But we got to find people who are like them, who look like them. Yeah. Um, just like when we do marketing to, you know, gay men like me, you know, we got to, I, I want to see drag you queens wanna and see, gayness and everyone yeah. wants to see themselves. You have to have you some kind of relevance. Re- yeah. Re- yeah. Refer- re- yeah. Absolutely. So we learned we can't just translate things into Spanish. You know, we thought, oh, let's just translate everything, be the generation to say la generacion. And it's not that simple because there's cultural things that come along with it. So we're, we're re-looking up the whole campaign. Um, it's going to yeah. stay how it is, but how we translate it, and I don't mean language-wise, but how we translate it culturally to those people. And I don't know the answer yet. Um, we also see high um, high um, HIV rates in um, trans women, especially okay. trans women of color. Um, they say something like one in four black men are will have HIV unless we do something and do something fast. So, wow. Um, so we're, it's, 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 those are the populations mm-hmm. that... Um, we're working on and for the trans community you guys have a um a program for them too right it's called project trans yeah um and we always spell trans in capitals but i don't think it stands for anything but um i don't know (laughs) but um yeah um it's got a full-time um transgender services navigator who is basically provides services to trans people there's support groups there's um like i said there's a gender marker clinic um and it's a it's a great program. Yeah. We also have a new trans game night, which is really cool. Oh, cool. Um, we've had this guys game and grub event for a long time, which is like board game night. And now they did they're doing a night for the trans community, um, using our board games and all of that uh, kind of stuff. So it's cool. We have a it's cool. And um, you guys have a youth outreach too, a program we have, there. We have youth um, the Hillcrest Youth Center, which yeah. is just blocks from here. And then we just opened the South Bay Youth Center, which is oh, really yeah. cool. It's a it's modeled after the Hillcrest Youth Center, but it's in Chula Vista. Oh, because nice. again, that we're really focused on reaching that population that we've oh. been so good at reaching. So mm-hmm. there's a satellite brick and mortar down in the South There Park? is now. just opened February 16th. Awesome. Wow. Congratulations. Where down in Chula? Um, it's on, um, I should know. It's, on, <laughs> it's, 11, it's 1180 C Street. Okay, 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 okay. I don't know what that's near, but it's in the center of it's Chula. It's in Chula. Yeah, downtown. <laughs> so, downtown, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the center, does, they've been doing a lot of good stuff. And Well, the center's been around forever. <laughs> 46 <laughs> years. 47 yeah. years. So. Wasn't the center... 
the one of the buildings over on Al Cajon for a while. There was our our, our behavioral health services. That's what it was. Health, used to be on Al Cajon Boulevard next near the Lafayette Hotel. Yeah. Um, we know we, we have that all in the main building now. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. We do have just behind that now, though, the new senior housing complex, um, which just opened behind that old building yeah. and behind the McDonald's. It's a beautiful LGBT affirming apartment complex. So oh, I didn't know that. Um, we don't we don't own it. It was owned by it's owned by Community Housing Works, which does affordable housing. Mm-hmm. But we provide the social services on site. Oh, so, that's amazing! Nice. We have an, a we have a senior coordinator on site that does some some case management, um, but then puts on activities. And there was like a beauty night one night for the ladies and all kinds of stuff. There's a lot of community building happening yeah. there um, because seniors is a whole other area. In oh fact, yeah, my my column in Gay San Diego that came out yesterday. <laughs> um, that's a newspaper. It's about we need to provide more support for our, our seniors. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, I often hear in activist circles how like seniors need to shut up and step back. And to a sense, they do need to let the youth speak, but we got to listen to them too. Yeah. So, And I know we've had <clears throat> those comments on here on the podcast because like my viewpoints with the younger generation is it's great what you guys are doing, but you have to respect the generation that came before you. Just like me and my generation has to respect the generation that came before us because we wouldn't be able to be where we are Absolutely. without the people that paved the way before us. Absolutely. And I think some of the younger generation sometimes forgets that. Yeah, they they do. And it's it's something we just have to keep reminding them. And I yeah. feel that at our age in the, you know, I'm almost 40, um, we have to, we're kind of in that middle generation where we're kind mm-hmm. of the, I called it. I called it in my column. Like we're the caretakers of the community. We we got it. We're we're still you know viable enough to support our seniors, but we're knowledgeable enough to take care of our youth. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them are vulnerable populations, and we're just kind of in the middle. You're right. So. <laughs> it's true. Um, well, I mean, questions. it's Jesus it's a Christ. daunting task because it's a, one of the most diverse populations you can possibly try to tackle oh, all is. at once because of the age ranges, the ethnicities, the socioeconomic backgrounds. I mean, like just being gay does not make you a homogeneous, no pun intended, no. population. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, there's a lot of a lot of checks that have to be. Uh, what is your favorite part of being part of the center here in San Diego? Mm-hmm. Like, what really is the passion that makes you go there every single day and do what you guys do? I like for you the, personally. Yeah, I really truly like that we are truly a community center, and I I use that word community, which is an important part of it. Um, because we really do bring the community together in so many different ways. And I love coming into work, you know, to go upstairs and, you know, do, you know, work on some campaign or something. But downstairs, there's all kinds of people coming together for different reasons. Some people are on their worst day and coming in for mental health. Yeah. Um, others are just there to hang out and connect. Um, maybe there's a senior event going on in the auditorium. So seniors can, we do, there's a lunch and learn every month that I really love. Because, for example, there's the LA LGBT mm-hmm. Center, which is a wonderful organization, mm-hmm. the largest LGBT. LGBT organization in the world, bigger than the human rights campaign. Yeah. But what did I, I said their name? It's the LA LGBT Center. The word community is not in their name. Oh, right. um, okay. They have like ten buildings. Um, they do amazing work. Six hundred employees. But I, I gather that they don't have the same community feel because like they don't do. have one central location. Um, we have. Um, you know, 60 employees. So we're a little smaller. They have 600 employees. So, so and for the LA, it's the LA, what is it called again? Just the LGBT center. center in LA, yeah. but it's not like a community based one. Like it here, it here in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, it started the same way, but I guess what I'm getting at is they've got like 10 different buildings and not They're one, way big. <laughs> not one is like just our central, like community center. Oh, okay. They don't have a place that's just, 
you know, one's, yeah. the, one's yeah. the health center, one's the youth center. One's gotcha. The, yeah. We're we're here in San Diego. You go to the center, everybody knows exactly where the Absolutely. center is. Well, yeah, and that, that makes sense. We're 1.3, yeah. there's 16 million. So they got uh, okay, to so have a little yeah, bit more we do struggle. We do struggle with space. <laughs> Our center is... I mean, there's three of us per office, you know, um, I share my office with two other people, um, right next to two other people's office, but, um, and we're always short on space for community events. We only have, you know, three or four meeting rooms in the one auditorium. Um, so we definitely need to grow. Our community needs more space. Um, San Diego pride, which like I said, is a separate organization has an office in North park. They're out of space too, because people use that for meeting space as well. Uh But our community resources we're we're tapped on them, but end of the day, we're a great, uh, I just love that it's a community yeah. center. Uh, definitely. And what is the next event that you guys have coming up? Well, um, I mean, there's all sorts of community events all the mm-hmm. time, but Dining Out for Life is the next big um, fundraiser yeah. community event. And when uh, does that happen? That's on Thursday. It's always been in the last Thursday of April, but it's changed this year. It's going to be Thursday, May 2nd. Okay. Um, so kick off May with that. And um, there's will be nearly a hundred restaurants, bars and coffee shops that will participate. And you literally just eat and drink all day. Um, and the (laughs) participant, the participating venues, um, excuse me, the participating venues donate anywhere from 25 to 100% of the proceeds from that day. Um, so, to the majority of the restaurants on Hillcrest, but they're mm-hmm. really branching out. Um, and there's one, this one in like um, Kearney Mesa always does it. It's called Pampa's Argentine Cuisine. And yeah. It's just, it's all over the place. So go to the website and. Um, and then how do people need, if they want to get more information about the center and all the services you guys provide, how do they do that? Yeah, the website is the best, the center sd.org. Yeah. Of course, we're on Facebook and Instagram and all that. There you go. So, and we'll so have it on go. our social media. What, what, Bashy? And then um, as far as like long-term goals or like any any initiatives that you guys have coming up, is there something that people can look forward to as far as fundraising or, uh, you know, any kind of big vision that's coming up? I think, I mean, I think the center is always um, growing and looking to, um, you know, we just were, we're in year one of having a new CEO. Mm-hmm. So the center is really looking forward to sort of strategically planning and kind of positioning where we're at now and where the next level is. Cause we are at that point where we can go to the next level. Um, but how people really can get involved right now is just, um, and I, I hate to sound like we're on NPR, but no. to, to, become, to, become a, to become a monthly donor, um, that really is the best way to support the center. Cool. Um, because literally it's kind of our bread and butter yeah. is those even if it's five dollars because that can that grows and that provides something that's five times 12 that's 60 bucks that that pays for something yeah. we're just that's like a long-term yeah. income and it, yeah. and it, it, it may and it ensures that we have a sustaining income coming in because nonprofits are businesses too yeah right. and, but and people we forget that we don't have products that we sell so mm-hmm. we got to raise money elsewhere otherwise exactly. so that support really is the way to be involved um and then we'll keep you posted when our next kind of big yeah. next big thing because <laughs> i don't know what that is yet but yeah. it will be something oh cool. that's awesome and we'll have all the information for the center on our webpage and on our social media um mariam's got to take off soon but uh-oh <laughs> i need to get your opinion oh okay. on because we you've been gone Your 
All right. What do you want to know? RuPaul's Drag Race. Spoilers for anybody. Ever yeah. Benny's not caught up. Yeah. Um, he, he's not invested in I'm this season. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I'm so before you it. have to leave, give us yeah. your rundown of what's it. happening so far and how This you season is worse than season seven. <gasps> I said it. I don't I, agree with you at well, all. You're not a drag queen, so your opinion doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> um, no, I just, um, I think the show has gotten lazy and... Um, some of these girls, I'm like, where the fuck did you find them? And I, just the whole that whole six way lip sync bullshit. I love oh, it. I hated all it. If, also, if you're gonna do a six way lip sync, you got to send at least two hoes home. Send two hoes. That, that would have been good. Um, or and three, I just, half of them just, just cut all half. Yeah, of them. I just um, I just I, nothing has happened this season where I'm like, oh, like, or that's made me be you like, you know, why I think this is is because last All Stars that we just got off of. <sighs> The drama and the stories were good. Yeah, and it, it was, was a pretty good season. It was well written. There was a lot of drama. So far, this season isn't it's at that. Not, and it's just, I feel like a lot of it, it just seems like more and more scripted and produced and like girls yeah. are being pushed in certain yeah, directions. Yeah, you can totally tell now where it used to be um, like a little less flawless. But I think they've, I, they've cleared the fluff at this point in time. Yeah. Except it's for starting one. to get. No, there's still like two in. girls that need to get the fuck out. Who? Um, Raja O'Hara and Scarlett Envy beat it. Um, <laughs> really? Why would, is Raja O'Hara even there? Yeah, How I would did she even like get me. on? I would. I'm not gonna say. Well, yeah, I will. How I, did she even get on? I think Sugar Cane should go. Yeah, yeah, me too. But like, whatever. So, like who's that. standing out if you had to pick one from this season for you? I mean. The I, problem, I think the reason I don't like this season is I'm not rooting for anybody. Like, no one has one. captured my heart yet. I thought Nina West was going to do Me it, too. but she hasn't yet. I like Nina I West. Still, her and Brooklyn are the ones that I'm kind of... Yeah, but Brooklyn is it. like... Brooklyn, every time she fucking talks, I feel like I took a Xanax. And Banji. because she's just fun to watch. Yeah. Man, I love her. I'm a cool dad. Ah, get these cookies. Get these cookies. Right? Like, I think myself. Like, she's fun, but it's just like, she's just like a, she kind of reminds me of like Iago from Aladdin. Like, yeah. She's just like a talking parrot. Yeah. Like, other than that, I'm like, I don't know. Like, like I don't, a Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Come yeah to, and come like, to I don't know who's going to win. Like, I, I have no I'm idea. not rooting for Do you for care? Anybody. No, no, not this season. <laughs> I don't. It sucks. Like I just, it's not. Um, I, I just don't know what's happened to my favorite show. I know. And it, uh, it's just, it needs to take a law because season they need 12. to stop throwing so much Drag Race at us. It's been back to back to back yeah. to back to back. Yeah, to back. I don't and, like the All Stars go straight no, into I, regular. I, I season. think All Stars is not filming this year. Okay. Yeah, because uh, it's the UK one. Yeah, they're uh, filming UK right now, and they're filming Dracula right now. Dracula. Well, that has nothing to do with Drag Race, but they're but. filming Dracula right now. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, hopefully marry MT for season 12. Yes, you could stir the pot a little. <laughs> a little, bitch. I'm bringing one of those big wooden spoons <laughs> like that you I use said, in the South for big I, pots of gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ready. She's making paella. I'm, no, paella. I'm, bringing, I'm bringing a fucking oar. That's what an I'm doing. Oar? I'm bringing an oar, and I'm just, that's right, right? An oar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm bringing an oar. That's oar. what boats use. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like one of those words that you say, it and you're like, is that right? Um, or I'm bringing that bitch. Oh, I'm there to fuck shit. Especially uh, if you and Kixie Vixen Styles get on together. I don't know her. <laughs> See, I'm already ready. See, you guys are already prepping for your, you're going to do your own story. I don't think they've ever been on the show for, at the same time, have they? No, because last time. Yeah, we have. Last, yeah, they have the yeah, first yeah. time. Because we first talked time? that we were going to stir up a bunch of drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kixie and I made a blood pact. Um, <laughs> can I plug my shit before yes, I go? Yes, yes. Okay. Definitely. Since you haven't make, been here for a month. Okay, make plans to go see Miriam's Tea Party, a comedy cabaret on 420. <laughs> uh, this month. 
month's the theme? theme is Ladies of Rock. It's an all rock and roll comedy show. We're at uh, Urban Moe's. Right. Tickets are on sale right now. They will sell out. We always do. Always do. Um, come check that out. And then, I can't remember the date, but sometime in April or May, uh, Kixie's doing a special Pixar Themed mm. divas. Oh, hey, it's hey, me, Jimmy Sherfy, who we've had. Oh, we on. love Jimmy. Lolita, when, Cassidy, when Vanity. It's gonna be a bitchin' ass show. While you were gone, Kixie was on the podcast. He came up with an idea for the tea party that I think you should do. What? Nineties uh, cartoons. Did you do that yet? No. Well, I'm doing a '90s themed team party. I'm doing a totally '90s. No, this one. one's like specifically, specifically cartoons. like Rugrats, Hey Arnold, Cat Dog, Our Real Monsters, like all the whole fucking. <laughs> Who's gonna buy all the costumes? Powerpuff Girls, everything. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'll add it to the list. Okay. April, I know you got a lot. April, May, or yeah, April, May, and June are already Booked. decided. So. Yeah. Is it May, once a month? It's once. Yeah, a month. once a month. I can't. Yeah. I can't do it more than once a month. It's no. exhausting. <laughs> If you've never been to a tea party, come to a tea party and you will see. It is a fucking production. It is a, it's the most it's highly so much produced fun. drag show in San Diego. I would say maybe the most highly produced drag show in Southern California. Who's the cast I don't know. for the uh, one coming For up. Ladies of Rock, it's Glitz Glam, BB Gun, Evelyn Rose, Grotesca, Kevy Kev, uh, Tangi, Keeks Rose, and I have, I can't remember her name. I just booked her, but she is a rock and roll burlesque dancer oh fun. she only does like rock um and so she's gonna be getting all that's naked to rock and oh yeah like it's a rock and roll i was gonna have fancy vega but um unfortunately with some uh scheduling conflicts she wasn't able because she does the best courtney love on uh. the face of the fucking <laughs> um but yeah it's gonna be really fun um it's a great cast and like i said it's rock and roll i'm doing a <laughs> uh, i gotta buy the mask for it. i'm doing momo Oh um, my god! The internet thing, but <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What is the Momo? Momo, you know the thing that like tells the kids to kill themselves, like the oh, scary, scary, the scary face thingy. Okay, well you need to. Is look it, it the up. It, the Japanese? It looks like a harpy, but it's Japanese. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm doing her, but I'm doing it to. <laughs> I'm oh doing god. it to Billy Idol's Rebel Yell in the midnight oh my god it's gonna be really fun and really stupid wait you're doing a mug based on momo no, too? i'm doing i'm gonna get a mask oh a mask oh, yeah okay. and then um i'm doing some acdc yeah, i'm yeah, doing spells. um the darkness i'm doing david bowie it's gonna be really fun yay Fuck. if it's any if it's like any of the other tea parties it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be motherfucking good time yeah, yeah it's, and it's on 420 so just get real high and come <laughs> and where else where else uh, what else are you doing oh you can always catch me at bitchy bingo and showstopper sundays on wednesdays and sundays at lip san diego and trivia on the last monday of every month at mo's and i don't viewing know. party and what what viewing oh yeah and i host uh, rupaul's drag race viewing parties but i don't know when i'm doing the next one okay but just come see me you yeah forgot what, what about wine Oh, yeah, and um, I host Wine Club now on the last Saturday of every month. I just want to point out something. Usually Miriam's, like, on top of her gigs like this. <laughs> this is the first time where me and Bashy are like, um, remember uh, this? Remember I've been doing this? Okay, <laughs> since I've been back from Australia, all I've been doing is drinking, bitch. Good. I've been partying. Um, okay, number uh, at Inside Out. Inside Out, the last mean? Saturday of every month, you can join us for Wine Club. It's a wine tasting from three to five. Yes. And I just am kind of there to break the ice and make it, a little, you know, a little more. So fun. today is is today the I'm going over there. That's and why Bashi I got to and I are going to go check it out after yeah. the podcast and, and then report I'm, back. Uh, and then I'm hosting at Lips tonight. Being a drag queen is great. Yeah, you're so busy. <laughs> and how do people find you, Miriam? You can find me on Instagram at uh, the Miriam T. That's T H E M A R I A M. 
Tea. <laughs> Follow me. Send me news. Yes, and she will be at DragCon with us. Yes. I will be the at DragCon all be there. three days. Yeah. You can catch me with hate uh, with um, oh with uh, Mose and who invited her and maybe Hey Queen. I got to talk yeah. to them. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it, DragCon's going to be insanely Listen, fun. I'm getting <laughs> I cannot wait. Fucking anxiety. If anybody has a good hookup for hookup hookup. <laughs> anybody has any good hookups for some like really strong narcotics <laughs> in the greater Los Angeles area for a good price for a drag queen? Hit me up because I'm gonna need it. No, Kidding. I just well, need no, Jesus. We told you the news. Guess who might be rooming with us at DragCon? You mean who's going to be rooming down my esophagus? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe Megan's. May- yeah, listen, Megan. Uh, can- all right, you guys. We're going to take a, we're going to take a quick break. Well, we've refilled drinks. Mary will be here on the next episode. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you better. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We'll be right back, you guys. Hey, all you little whores out there. If you're in the San Diego area and you love musicals and you also love live theater, then come down and check out our friends at OB Playhouse in Ocean Beach. Yeah, that's my theater. Hi, everybody. It's Jenny. I've been on the show a few times. want to tell you about OB Playhouse down in beautiful Ocean Beach. We have a great season this year for 2019. Coming up soon is Dog Sees God, which will run in rep with your good man, Charlie Brown. We'll be bringing you Sweeney Todd. Very scary, very awesome beautiful music followed by back by popular demand two shows this summer avenue q and hair and then we are very excited to bring you all american idiot that's going to be a fabulous show and perfect for ob later on in the fall we're bringing you lizzie it is a rock and roll tale of lizzie borden We hope to see you all soon. So make sure you don't miss any of these awesome shows coming up at OB Playhouse in Ocean Beach in San Diego. Hey, everybody. We're back from break. We have refreshed drinks. And Benny is still with us. He's going to hang out with us for the rest (laughs) of the episode. So we're going to finish off our conversation with Drag Race, me and Bashy, because we are caught up. Your thoughts with the last episode and how the season's going so far, Bashy? Uh, I disagree with Miriam entirely. I think it's been, I think now uh, we're in like a good space. I would not have wanted Ariel to go home, actually, though. I was, even though her looks were almost all the same, I was curious to see her grow. She she brought more personality yeah. to it, and now that's gone. So that's so you're, I know you're not a fan of Sugarcane. I'm not not a fan. I just don't think that, like, yeah. there's much. Yeah. I, like, my top still is uh, Nina West and Brooklyn and Vanjie. All I want is I Nina West. Yeah. Vanjie's got a fucking career. Oh, do you watch Untucked? good. I didn't see the last oh one. Oh my god, Nina Wes's whole what she was talking about, like what oh, she how went she got, through she, and just how growing up in a smaller town and like dealing with coming out. Okay. It was such a good So hang on a so second, because now we're now we have a good segue, which we did not have very many good oh, ones last, last week. Last week it was a train wreck. <laughs> so Nina, and I don't know if you know this, Benny, but Nina West had a, a backstory where she was at college and she was getting uh, threatened by classmates mm. and they were uh, leaving threatening notes on her door and she was really afraid for her life. And mm. as far as services like that go at the center, you mentioned that there's like legal representation and things like that. That's all some, if somebody's in a bad situation like that, they can go to you guys and, and gain the resources that they need to, to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. To an, to an extent, we have a legal clinic in partnership with, um, one of the law schools on like the second and fourth Thursday of the month. So Mm -hmm. we don't have legal services all the time, but if somebody, we do have a direct line to our LGBTQ liaison officer with San Diego police. Yeah. So we can certainly get people help with PD in a 
with more with more. You can get people to the right. Exactly. The right resources. Yeah. 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 We may like if somebody's getting harassed, we may not have the, you know, someone on staff that can help. Yeah. But but you can point them them in the right direction and say, hey, give this person a call. This is who you need to talk to type of thing. Absolutely. Because I think a lot of people may not even know that, like especially like hearing Nino as a story on the last episode. It's like, well, if that happened here in San Diego, especially for somebody, let's say in high school or college. In fact, like like, where would they go? Mm -hmm. And I think that would be kind of like the instance where something like that might happen is on a college campus. Like don't rely on your college to help you. Make sure you got additional backup yeah. from your community community and like, you know, get that that extra help just Absolutely. in case. Yeah, and we want to make sure that we're a resource for anyone. We're lucky in San Diego. Um our our two major universities, SDSU and UCSD, have great pride resources. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. For um, sure. I mean, I'm an alumni, it, but me, yeah, yeah. Me too. And even the even USD, which is the Catholic, Catholic, Catholic light yeah. college. <laughs> those guys, those guys, those guys I, up on the hill. I got my master's there, so I, love it. I, owe, I owe them a lot of money. Uh, but even they are opening up to LGBT stuff. Their yeah. their pride group is no longer underground. It used to right. have to be underground, um, oh. like not Ooh. an official campus organization, yeah. but it is now. They have a drag show there now every year. Oh, um, look at that! So, progressive these, times are changing. These, these ladies stand out. I went. I was invited one year, and the, there were these ladies dressed in black. Stand, these old Catholic ladies. He's standing outside praying the rosaries. Oh, no. Uh, to the, <laughs> I would have been like, <laughs> so, you look great in drag. Know, totally, this is a great touch. <laughs> totally. It was quite funny. But at the center, we have what's called a no wrong door policy. So yeah. whatever you come in to ask, um, even if it's something we don't do, we're going to try to find you a resource. Oh, right. awesome. Or if you come in literally through the wrong door, like you come into the wrong program, meaning, I don't know, maybe you come into our trans program and find out you know, that you actually need mental health services. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, our staff will steer you to our yeah. mental health program. Okay. Um, meaning you're not just going to get stuck in one of our programs. Cause we have trans program and senior program and youth program. Yeah. You and guys have Latino a Latino program. <laughs> um, and in the past people would get kind of siloed into one thing. stuck in one program. But like you were saying earlier, we're very diverse and we see everyone in the inner, the academic term intersectionality. Um, everyone's, um, you know, I'm a white gay male. So those are my intersections, but yeah. I'm from San Diego and I was raised Catholic, but right. someone might be Latino and trans and senior and mm-hmm. living with HIV. Um, and so everyone's got different ways they need to be serviced. So. Yeah, exactly. Wow. There we go. Yeah. So yeah. If, if, any, if anybody needs any help, that's the resource center for it, though. Yeah, so. definitely. Check out the center. It's, it's uh, yeah, I think it's great. But that, that was a great point. That was a really smooth segue. Thank you, Thank you. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. Finally. Thank you. You brought something to the table. I always bring something to Do the table. Do you? Besides drugs and it's usually vodka. sex and vodka. I don't know why know, you keep pigeonholing me into this shit. Because it's hilarious because your voice goes up three octaves whatever. when I do. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, so you say, you like Bash and I, you're a native of San Diego. Yes. Oh, before we move on, that's it for Drag Race. Yeah, <laughs> that's all God. we have to say. It was. It's starting to pick up for me. It yeah. is. I'm yeah. like I'm starting to get invested, but I'm still waiting for that like moment where you're like, oh, that was amazing because we had him in All Stars last season. So I'm waiting for that this season. But yeah, it, it was a good episode. I liked it this week. Unlike Miriam. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> but yeah, me and Bashi are native San Diegans, and so are you, Benny. I sure am. So, yep. and me and you're around the same age. Mm-hmm. So, growing up, what was one of your go tos in San Diego? Like a San Diego staple that if somebody's coming to San Diego, never been here, you're like, you have to go here. Well, that's a good question. Um, 
<laughs> I, I mean, I would say, I mean, you just have to go to the beach, um, but not Black's Beach. I mean, it's pretty, but it's so much work. To, I mean, the gays love Black's there. Beach. <laughs> yeah. It's so much work just it to is. be. It'd be where, easier to paraglide down there. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. Not, not um, the whole hike. But I always tell people to go to Ocean <laughs> Beach and have a San OB. Diego day. Just go to the end of the eight freeway. It ends in Ocean Beach. And while you're in OB, go to OB yes. Playhouse and see one oh. of Jenny's shows. <laughs> there you go. That's a good, there's a good plug. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the beach is here. What kind of, what restaurant like did you always go to and you were like, let's say where did you go to high school? Patrick Henry. Patrick Henry. So you're East County like me. Yes. Where did you used to go, like hang out when you were in high school and stuff like that? We would go to um well and we always said we're the last neighborhood before East County. But <laughs> so because so, we were still in the city of San Diego. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep that's it exactly. <laughs> but, um well we would always go to I mean Denny's. The one but the PRD? one the, the, one, up the on one the hill? on the one on yeah Navajo. Um, Navajo, yeah. So, so um I'd say I mean some of the San Diego classics though are like the chicken pie shop. Oh, oh my god, I've been chicken there pie shop is so good. I always tell people you gotta go to beef and bun. Oh god, <laughs> oh, they're the best shape. Love me some beef and bun. Right. Beef and it's like great. an old school burger house and with the worst name. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, Terrible name. name. I haven't been the there in like shape. 10 years. It's so good. And it's like they kept the same kind of recipes for everything right. over God how many years they've been there. And it's like a good old fashioned burger. I'm going to go And a nice week. thick shake mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. made with real cream. Yep. That's all I used to go for was the shakes. Oh, the burgers so I go good. to In-N-Out. Yeah. Oh, In-N-Out's they're, great. They're good. Their fried zucchini at Beef and Bun is really good. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember yeah. that too. That was good. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that, that's like a, for me, that's like a San Diego staple. Right, it's absolutely. like one of those old mom and pop restaurants. Yep. yep. Yeah. Of course, the taco shops. I always went to Taco oh, Fiesta. Yeah. That was on, Mission Gorge, Road. <laughs> that was on Mission Gorge Road. Um, I, I always thought that was the best California burrito in town. Um, oh, I got to check it out. Yeah. Um, I don't know anymore if it's the best. I haven't been there in years. But where's yeah. your favorite go-to in the gay community within our gayberhood that you love? Yes, um, for eating, I love Crest Cafe. Yes, um, Crest I love Cafe. Crest Cafe, and they have great specials. But the best is the Tuesday buy one get one burgers. Um, oh, they, and I'm not oh, they do. For them, but every Tuesday, <laughs> literally, it's huh. buy one get one burgers. Any burger on their menu, I love the salmon burger. Um, but that's like the best deal, like because the burgers yeah. are like eleven ninety five. But uh-huh. literally, you get a burger free. Yeah, um, and I love that their menu has like. Everything you want Mexican, yep, it's, it's on there. there. You it want has, like American food, it has 120 it's on there. items. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> um, you can get a pot pie. You can get turkey enchiladas. I it's, just love it. Yeah. Um, and then lately, um, um, the bar. I mean, I used to go to for ten years. Baby cakes was my yeah. Oh, I I baby cakes. And yeah, because we always had baby. Cakes. I was always there at the end of the bar called Benny Hour. That's what we called it. But <laughs> since that closed, I've been kind of fluttering around. But I've I found myself when I like for after work drinks, I find myself going to flicks. Um, yeah, I don't like good. I don't like flicks when the kids are there at night. It's like, uh, <laughs> see, that's where I was going because yeah. when I go like not during the day, especially on a Wednesday or one of those nights, the welfare. Wednesdays. I feel like. I'm a dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. I, I'm like, I like when we and Jonesy, our friend, when she was here, she looks like a mom. We're the same age. Oh, right. So we were going to run up to kids and be like, Kevin, what are you doing <laughs> in the gay bar? And like, Dylan just started seeing and see what these hilarious. kids would say. That's hilarious. Because she was like dressed like a mom and we like looked like mom and dad. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah, Flix really is like on Wednesday nights. Like, I don't, I mean, because like when you go to the other bars, you don't see them this young, like so much. Yeah. They're, I don't they're know like, where they come they from. Just, they just yeah. turned 21. Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Totally. Would, I remember going there 
Sarah's like barely twenty one. Yeah, me that too. was that was oh, how yeah. you, you were remember, able to afford to go out. Oh yeah, totally. Do you yeah. remember Benny um, Euphoria? That you oh, absolutely. I used to hang with that was Euphoria. It was this coffee house. Space. Yeah, that was right next to Riches, um, where all the underage kids would go and hang out because we couldn't get into the clubs back right. then. So. Was it over by like where Lestat's is? Or? It's, it's it in is the same building. Yeah. Oh, okay, except yeah. it only used one storefront. Lestat's is using two mm-hmm. storefronts. Oh, because yeah. they expanded it. But it was literally butt up to Riches. Gotcha. And like literally that. right yeah. next door, and like all the kids would hang out in the front, like on a Saturday, Friday night. All oh, the that's underage funny. kids. Yeah. yeah, we would always go to. Um, and Riches didn't have windows then, um, yeah. so it was like a big mystery. <laughs> Exactly. You just heard the music yeah, you and you're like, oh my yeah, God, I can't yeah. wait. I didn't know Riches had, yeah. had yeah, windows. They, yeah, all the bars, all of them used to be pretty much pretty. Oh, that's out. crazy. Um, I mean, the rail added windows in recent years. Flicks, oh, yeah. Flicks used to have a little window. Um, yeah. Huh. yeah you and it was because, like, it was just a different time. Well, yeah, yeah, everybody was blocked off. So they didn't want to see in. Yeah. 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 We used to, I, I used to always go to the living room coffee shop, which was I remember the next door room. to where Baja Betty's is. Um, and we always God, thought, that was a long time I remember ago. the living room. I remember that. We thought we were more classy at the living room. Right? Yeah. We were like, where were the college kids go? Because it still exists in Point Loma, I think. Yeah, it was a and there's one in, in college area still. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. That's just right. Out Do you remember what was Baja Betty's before it was Baja Betty's? It was I Montana. Montana's. That's it, right. It was, a, it was, it was a, a dark steakhouse, and then before that, it was like um, I mean, in the '80s, it was like BJ's Supper Club. Yeah. It was a, dra- it was a drag. A drag- bar. It was yeah. Like a exactly. Lip. It was like Ellipse. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, way, way, way back in the day. I had no idea. Which they talk about in that documentary on the PBS documentary about history. San Diego gay bar history. Is that on demand yet? Like, can I go on the KBS? I saw it on YouTube. KBS's website. Yeah. Really? Yep. Or on YouTube. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch that. It's really week. good, especially if you're a native and like your family was here right. and like there was yeah. a lot of stuff. Like I remember, like when I was a kid, kid driving by these places. Oh yeah, you me know too. What I mean? Me too. Yep. Yep, I'm in the documentary. So yeah, yeah that's so, true. You are. Uh, really? <laughs> yes. So I have a, and uh, Chris Shaw is in there from Chris Shaw's in there. Yeah. There's a, a lot of great, a lot of great people. A lot um, of really good that people. That have done a lot of stuff. Um, and you learn a lot, too, about, you know, the early, early days, like the yeah. post-World War II days of the bars. Some history. How Hillcrest began. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, all of that. All of that. Um, I found it fascinating how many more gay bars there were like in the 70s 80s yep especially there yeah we're actually now. at a really low point i'd say yeah. we're probably at the lowest like right now we don't even have anything except for cheers over in university heights and remember when we had bourbon we had lay lounge mm-hmm. and it was part it felt like an extension of the community over yep. there where i think that's gone now but. <laughs> I, yep. miss lay lounge. I do too i used to I love, love lay lounge, lounge cool. my ex <laughs> used to work at lay oh, lounge really? oh, God. That was but funny. cheers is the only one over there cheers yeah. is the only one left yeah yeah, I'm the, even North Park. I mean, Red, oh, Red yeah. Wing's changing. It's you know kind of straight up. I night. love Red I Wing. I love though. it too. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to like. I think we should kind of recolonize Red Wing. Yeah, <laughs> I because I, there's enough of us that live in North Park where like we. I think people really need to focus on supporting Red Wing and Pex. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love. We were Absolutely. at Pex last night actually. Oh, yeah. You were? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, but I do feel because. As because I'm in my 40s and then we've been here for me, we lived here for a long time. It just seems like the communities in recent years have gotten a little smaller well, with, the, I, with gay mm-hmm. bars. And stuff. I like that Red Wing is adapting to fit their demo now, Absolutely. but we're still 
I still feel comfortable there. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's still it's still you know gay owned and yeah, um, yeah. Um, gay operated. It still considers itself a gay yeah. bar, I guess. Oh my god! One time I was there and this guy was mouthing off about gay people in the oh, bar, and oh the gosh. whole fucking bar just Blew went up. off. They're not like, the place "Get to this do it. bitch yeah, out of here!" Place, and they were like, "Out." The I, I do do really miss baby cakes because that Me was too. our go to. I loved for baby such cakes a long time. And oh yeah, it was ah. Oh, it and it was such a unique combination of, you know, you had cupcakes and coffee yeah. and, and coffee, you could but, get then drunk. Were, but then there was a bar and, um, and the staff was great. And oh, it was the just staff a was awesome, perfect yeah. little location. Yeah. But, um, um, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the spot now. I believe it's going to be a Thai restaurant. I heard that too. So, oh, really? Yeah. So nothing okay. special. I mean, those are great, but we have. Yeah, those are fantastic, yeah. but there's like two right down the street from yeah, there, are, there are. So yeah, I mean, it's really hard to, you know, it's hard to run a business in California anymore. I mean, it's just it's so expensive. expensive. And that's, you know, what many of the bar owners are saying. Thing, you know, um, there's yeah. customers. It's just, I mean, baby cakes, when he closed, he told me it just, just costs too damn much to make a yeah. cupcake in this space. Yeah. Right. Um, Cause they're, they're the baby cakes in IB is still there still and there. it's, it's full coffee and cupcakes. Yep. And that's it. It's still a storefront. Yep. Yeah. And oh God, their cupcakes are so fucking good. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I used wonder, to love their cherry tart that they had. They oh, should like good. try to like license their cupcakes through another Bar yeah. or something around here. Though. I think they have some some deals out at some restaurants. Um, I, I some restaurants do serve their desserts. I think they're so, so fucking. I'm that curious creme to see, cheesecake um, was my favorite. Yes, the creme brulee. Yeah, I'm curious to see where the community in like Hillcrest goes with in the next couple years. I think you're going to start seeing a ricochet. Yeah, because we went from like lots of bars to the apps, and now I think the kids are going to go back to like we well, want to go do stuff that's at the bar. Well, that's the thing. Like that article that came out that they're calling the new trend within dating is called slow dating, oh. and it's for the younger generation who are in their twenties or whatever. They're 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 the ones that are doing the slow dating, whereas you actually meet people to date in person. Mm-hmm. You at a bar, at an oh, event, at a and I'm like, wait a minute, that's how it was that's, that's that's it yeah. 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 So I find it hilarious that the younger generation is moving back towards that kind of a lifestyle thing where yeah. it all is for the last however many years, it's always been the apps. Always been the Humans apps. Humans need a date. connection and I think they've realized, oh, we, we're missing we're yeah. missing yeah. something. Exactly. Yeah. The good news is I think the ones that we have are are busy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't absolutely. think anybody's. I mean, Mo's right on now. a Sunday still gets crazy. Still, still going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we're going to see. Um, um, in my other hat, I'm the chair of the Hillcrest Town Council. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so HillcrestTC.org, um, <laughs> and you can find out it's the neighborhood association for the residents. But we're seeing finally new groups of people getting involved with the neighborhood. Okay. So um, there will be some growth in the neighborhood. There were Hillcrest is just insane because there's all these people that have tried to block growth for so long. They lived in this fantasy world of Hillcrest of the '80s, which was a fantastic place. But, but we're not in the but, '80s. Around the 80s anymore. They right. said, well, there's no more bookstores and bookstores just don't exist um, anymore. Look at all um, of like Barnes and Nobles. Where, yeah. Where's the and last it's, Barnes? It's not because of Hillcrest. It's because that's just, mm-hmm. you know, cafes just don't exist exactly. like they used to. But there's some new people that just got elected to the planning board for the neighborhood. My board of the town council is all pretty pro-growth. Um, we're going to get that promenade on Normal Street. Yeah. Right. Um, which some of the business owners are worried about because they're worried about their damn parking. But I just challenge them to see it and it's going to Who parks over there? The if you go to Betty's. But the problem is like you drive <laughs> through Normal so, Street and there's 
tons of parking. Tons of yeah. parking. Not to mention yeah. the DMV is free parking free. Yep. Um, um, the all the time. Um, mm-hmm. People have this bizarre thing about parking in Hillcrest. There is actually plenty of parking. It's a parking yeah. convenience. Yeah. Problem. Not you can't. Maybe you can't park right in front of Crest Cafe, but you can park right around the block. Yeah. Um, no, but I think that's a funny thing because like. I'm pretty tied or to Uber Little Italy. Italy. Yeah, but like, totally. no, no, that's the thing. Like, people are. I'm very tied to Little Italy, and the biggest complaint for that neighborhood is there's no parking, and it's like, who fucking drives to go drink anymore? Yeah. Like, everybody's yeah. taking Uber. It's fine. Like, if I go to Little Italy or Hillcrest at eight o'clock at night right. on a Saturday, I can usually find a spot if Absolutely. I'm going in and out. It just is not a problem anymore. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. I just think people are lazy. Yep. <laughs> no, they just like to complain. No, they do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kidding. About dumb stuff. Dumb stuff. I don't complain yeah. about dumb stuff. You know what I'm really happy about? <laughs> that the <laughs> weather in San Diego is finally back to normal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like giving Although me life little, right did now. did get a little chilly last night. But, yeah. yeah. But, like, today is, like, the perfect, like, last weekend, too. Tomorrow's going to be 80. I know. Oh, it's I beach Ooh, weather. I love it. Yeah, where's your wait? What is your go-to beach? Ob. Ob. He said Ob. How yeah. are you, Bashi? Blacks? Okay. No, no. <laughs> I I'm a I'm a beach butterfly. You, oh, you like to I, go? I go between Coronado, La Jolla Shores, Ob, um, Blacks once in a while, and uh, you get in the water when you go to the beach. I do. Do you, Benny? Uh, in this only in the summer when it's yeah. really warm. Yeah. But when it's cold, no. You're like, no. The only ones I avoid, like the Plague, are PB and Mission Beach. Oh, PB, yeah. It's just too busy it's so for busy. the sand over yeah. there. But PB is fun. I, I do love it's PB fun. once it's in fun. a while. It's beautiful. It's, yeah, it's very but beautiful. I, I, it's just crowded. It's so crowded. That Those are like the two bits. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we're going to do something, Bashi and Betty, we haven't done on the podcast in a while. If I can find our theme music. Okay. Here it is. <laughs> Accused. Oh, thirst trap. Yes. Hey, why don't we see your ass? Thirst trap you? I can't control the level of. Yes, you guys, we are doing thirst trap, Benny. If you don't know what thirst trap is, it is exactly what it sounds it's, like. <laughs> sounds sounds great. It's somebody that you are obsessed with, not even obsessed with, that you just find attractive in any which way form. It could be because they're funny, because they're smart, or they're just smoking hot. Okay, Bash, what is your thirst trap of the week? Mine mine is the Evans brothers. The who? Chris and Scott. Where are they from? Scott Evans. Scott Evans is Chris. You don't know who Chris Evans is? Chris Evans, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, uh, Captain America. Yes. And his brother is gay. His name's Scott Evans. Oh. And uh, Chris Evans had an article recently because he's like a big Patriots fan. And somebody asked him like if he would, I don't know, something about Tom Brady. And he's like, oh, there was a rumor that he was going to play Tom Brady in a biopic. Really? Yeah. And he said, uh, I might do that, but Tom Brady's kind of got to like denounce Trump. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So mm. I thought that was good. Nice. He's, I like Chris Evans. Let me he's find a good looking guy and he's supportive of his brother in our community. And yes. Yes. I agree mm. with you 100%. I think my favorite Avenger. On that one. Your favorite Avenger. Who's your least favorite <laughs> Avenger? Oh. Um, that you always forget that they're an Avenger. <laughs> Uh, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, not my favorite. Oh, because he's usually always as the Hulk. Yeah, I like Mark Ruffalo though. He's pretty deadpan and like linear. I feel like okay, it's like the same movie I'm watching every time he's in it. <laughs> Wasn't he in one with J Lo at one point? Like he was the love interest. Yeah, um, what, that's weird. What movie was that? But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I actually watched that recently. I can't remember what it's called. But yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so my um, thirst trap is, I think he's a San Diego loco. Who's that? It's Justin Cox. He does fitness. He's a personal trainer. Um, And he is on Instagram, and it's Justin underscore Cox underscore fit. He's very attractive. Yes, he's (laughs) a very handsome man. But yes, that is my thirst trap this week. I have never seen this person in my life. Really? I I feel like I would remember that. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) But yes, those are our thirst traps, everybody. Accused of thirst trapping. Hey, why don't we see your ass? Trap you? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but we're going to go right into one of my favorite segments. Oh, that's Carol. Carol, for once in your life, shut your damn mouth. Yes, you guys, it's time for Carol of the Week. I'll go first this time. Yeah. Mine is pedestrians that don't follow, (laughs) don't follow like pedestrian. You have laws when you're walking in the street. You don't just walk out in the middle of the street whenever you want or stop in the middle of the street because you don't remember where you're going. And it's a green light, and you're the cars all have to stop because you're an idiot and don't know where you're going. Or oh, it drives me insane, mm-hmm. insane. I was trying. <laughs> I was trying really hard not to make this driving related, but you I, always have a driving related, <laughs> Carol. Just like on the way here, I've had people stop in front of me on like places they're not supposed to three times. So the first one was somebody stopped in the middle of the street in front of Kalima's, so I had to go around them on university. Second one was somebody stopped in the middle of the parking lot by Starbucks and Lalo's. Oh, God. So I couldn't deal with that. And then the third one was... this is all right before I came to Tony's, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you came in a mood again. <laughs> <laughs> the third one was in the Whole Foods parking lot. Somebody stole my parking space. Oh. And then the fourth one was somebody had to come across like two lanes, cut me off from the freeway to turn left on Robinson. Anyway, very San Diego specific issues. But <laughs> everybody's going to be like, what are you talking everybody about? Everybody that knows, is from here will be like, oh, I know I all those it. three places. I get it, yeah. So yours is traffic related again. Yeah, but that fucking Whole Foods parking lot. That oh, it's the, the worst. That is the worst. And people that drive to Whole oh. Foods are just... They'll sit there forever, and I'm like, why won't you just drive on top? I know. Oh, that, that, oh, drives me fucking crazy. Because then when you go to the top roof parking lot, it's empty. Yeah, yeah. But all these idiots. It drives me crazy. Like, I turn into a Trump supporter for about five minutes (laughs) when I'm driving through that parking lot. I'm like, these dirty fucking Democrats, like, (laughs) drive me nuts. Too lazy to walk. Do you have a Caro, Benny? Um, I'd say what gets under your just, skin? Just came to mind because I saw it today. People who um, um, vague book. Uh, so I uh, just drives me crazy. Because that's still happening. Yeah, all the time. I love. Re- I don't get involved in Facebook drama, but I love reading it. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting there with like your popcorn. Totally. And he's like, I got to settle and in. Someone for the posted night. today about a twitter fight that was going on uh, i didn't get any of the specifics but i wanted to go read the twitter fight and did but, you but there's no link oh, he, he just word. said to all involved in this twitter fight you know who you are and we need to stop this and i and blah 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 and i was like no i won't see the twitter <laughs> you fight. think i want so, to know what happened um, but then general vague booking too like oh today was a 
bad day, or what I don't know. Oh, I Do can't you, stand that. I'm like, just get to the point. Yeah, totally. Say what you need to say. Because you want us to jump in. And- yeah, people want attention. Do you guys ever get like Facebook memories from 2009 where oh, you're yeah. the one doing the vague booking? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. blah, 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 blah is sad. Oh, yeah. like, why did I post it's this exactly. in my sophomore year <laughs> oh, of college? I, like, I get that all the time. What, what was, was wrong with about? me? No. <laughs> did I have a bad midterm? What happened? Facebook was a simpler place. Like my memories from I know. Benny is at work. Yeah. I just, I just posted <laughs> Or when people, when you checked in everywhere. Yeah. Oh, Remember yeah. when that yeah. was a big thing on Facebook? Like, I'm <laughs> employed and I drink. Yeah. Totally. yeah. <laughs> Great. I hardly ever use Facebook now. Insta's like all the, all, all the time. It's easier, I feel, yeah. to connect with people on there and like Twitter. There's too much. People have too much control over Facebook. I don't want to see any other shit. Yeah. I just want to mm-hmm. see pretty pictures. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's why people are moving to Instagram. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, those are our carols of the week. I'm Carol. Carol, for once in your life, that's shut your damn mouth. Fucking Carol. <laughs> Did you see our friend Eric, who's been on the podcast before? He um, sent the thing about Carol. So he, uh, I guess, he has a coworker named Carol, and there was a retreat that they were all going to get to. And Carol sent a message saying, uh, "Oh, I can't go because it's the desert or something like that." And he like screenshot it, and I was like, "That is such a Carol!" Is like, yeah. my new intern's name is Carol, and every day is a struggle. I'm just like, <laughs> ah, I love it. I don't know. I know. Without thinking fucking Carol in my head. Oh, but she's God. really good. I love her. Speaking of bad. Carol. So DragCon, everybody, we're going to be there uh, May 24th, 5th, and 6th. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to be there. And if you come by our little table booth and you say fucking Carol, you get a t-shirt. And it's only if you tell us fucking Carol, you get a t-shirt while supplies last. And those are for our listeners. But we'll have other stuff that we're going to be giving away there, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited about Drycon. Yeah. Yeah. And we're right next to the bar. Yeah, we're right, <laughs> right there. The bar. Thank God. That works. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to be there. So if you do happen to go to Drycon, come by and say hi to us. We'll love talking to you. Who, who else from San Diego is going? Um, I know Moe's. Moe's we'll going to be there. there. Um, I don't know about Lips. I think they might. I don't know what other companies from San Diego are going to be Drycon. We should find that. I know. So we can like. We can try go. to plug, cross plug. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you, Benny, for coming on the Thank show you today. So much. I had a great time. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun <laughs> and very educational. Yes, of course. <laughs> and honestly, if you have any updates or you want to get any kind of word yeah. out, by all means, yeah. come back on, especially sure for any of the events that you guys are doing, because the next one you're doing is the dining out. And then, but you guys have stuff probably going all summer and all that, that kind of correct, stuff. So, so, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll keep you posted. And how do people find you, Benny? Um, they can find me on Instagram at BennyC80 or on Facebook, Benny Cartwright. There you go. Um, it's, all, it's all public. <laughs> it's all out there. It's all out there. Um, yep. <laughs> and Bashy, how do people find you? I'm at say my name underscore Bash. And I've been a little inactive lately. But yeah. You went soon. through life last week. Your stories were hilarious. This week, you've been like, I know. I usually, I usually only like bring things up on the weekend and then kind of take a lull because yeah. I get depressed. <laughs> oh gosh, um, you can find me. It's Tony underscore Bol. What is mine? I always forget. Tony, Tony underscore Baloney underscore Macaroni. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram, and it's Who Invited Her underscore Podcast. 
Facebook and Twitter. It's Who Invited Her SD. We love hearing from you guys. You can email us, the gang at whoinvitedher.net. And you can find Megan at the corner of 30th and El Cajon Boulevard yep. at midnight. At midnight. From midnight to three, <laughs> she will be there, you guys. Bring her a bottle of champs and God knows where the night She'll will go. She'll be slumped over the curb. <laughs> She's going to kill us. I know. <laughs> but yeah, we have next uh, next show, Amy Champagne, drag queen from Atlanta, Georgia, is going to be calling in Ooh, to say hi to Oh, us. Amy. Yes. <laughs> and um, we're going to be doing a interview with Delana Bennett from Star 94.1 morning oh, show. She's her. coming on in, I think this week we're going to be doing an interview with her. So we have a lot of good stuff coming on the show before DragCon, after DragCon, and all of that kind of stuff. So during DragCon, during DragCon, yeah. Are we gonna busy? We're gonna try to do a live episode soon. Yes, we've been getting asked from our peeps, the the Hoosers out there. That'll probably happen in the summer. Yeah, we're okay. gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. Yeah, at a bar. At a bar. It has to be at a bar. <laughs> <Where else? laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so today we're gonna leave you with a song from a movie <laughs> that Danny because I was fucked up on Fernet Branca last night yes. and sent it to all my friends. <laughs> and I love this song. It's Thank You for Being a Friend, the theme song from Golden Girls, but it's sung by Rachel Platten from the movie the Critically acclaimed. acclaimed movie, Oscar nominated. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> my Little Pony. The movie. the movie. Yeah. So that's what we're going to leave you with today. <laughs> Thank you again, Benny, for my hanging pleasure. out with us. It's a great time. Thank you. <laughs> and we will see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye. The card that says would say thank you for being a friend. I count on you and you count on me. 